Are you still suffering from supply chain issues? Are they disrupting your operations? Well, have no fear because Graybar has you covered and you can rely on their nationwide logistics network to get what you need, where they need, when they need to get there and all within budget. Graybar is a trusted and leading North American distributor of electrical communications, data networking, industrial products, literally supporting products of any industry, construction, hospitals, industrial plants, schooling, it doesn't matter. Just one clear mission to serve as that vital link in the supply chain, adding value for customers and suppliers with innovative solutions and services. So here's what you need to do. Visit graybar.com to start an order today. Visit graybar.com to start an order today and fix those supply chain issues with Graybar. First cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, it's Mark Immelman. Mark, it's good to have you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you uh, here in Detroit. Um, it's good to be back, man. It's a great city, this, and it's an awesome event. And got in this morning, checked out the golf course, uh, playing a whole lot different to last year when it was soft and long and thick rough and mushy around the place it's firm i wouldn't say it's fast the greens are running at about 12 so there's a certain running out and and there's not much rough and so it's kind of a bit defenseless now if the wind doesn't blow yeah we've got a couple of guys deep under par at the top of the leaderboard tony finau is done he's in the clubhouse he backed up his thursday 64 with a friday 66 mark he did not make a bogey on friday but tisk tisk he did miss two greens so now he's missed two total <laughs> greens for the week <laughs> um well i guess we have to credit coach for this because he called this many months ago and if you ask him he'll remind you um no this is this is again we talked about this after the win last week he just seems super comfortable and and he's allowing the rounds of golf to come to him it never looks like he's trying to force the issue at all. You know, he's he's playing aggressive off tees when he needs to, and he's he's hitting aggressive shots into greens when he has to. But otherwise, it's it's just all very calculated, and and I don't want to say Tiger esque because it's hard to com- compare someone to Tiger. But the one thing Woods always did was he never forced the issue unless he had to, because he knew he was long enough and to say well. On a course like this, I'm getting to four par fives in two. That's me playing par fives in three under, maybe four, at least two. So that's already 69 or so if I don't make dumb errors. And then there's a few short par fours like we have here. Yeah, those up. And then, okay, well, now it's all of a sudden at 67. You do that a few times, it's 20 uh, for a week. And, and so Tony's like, I'll just let this sort of play as it plays. And so as a result, he's hitting so many greens because – I, I watched him play a little this afternoon. I didn't think he was trying to force the issue at all. It was all very smart and just kind of doing a whole lot of what he did last week. Well, I'm glad you kind of brought up that the patience factor because I think that's what I saw as well. He went out in 35, Mark. And that's only one under. And you could see there were other big rounds brewing. Guys were going deep under par and you you could have gotten a little impatient in that moment he just kind of picked his spots and he came in in 31 so there, there really was kind of the the tale of two nines out there for him 
Certainly was, but I, I have not looked at the numbers yet. I just got back to the hotel, but I would figure as the two nine shape out, that the field would average a little higher on the front side than they would on the back nine. Now on the front side, one's a doddle of a par four, two is also shortish, three is a, an iron and a flip for these guys, and then four, the first par five, is long and it's playing back into a westerly wee, uh, breeze. Then you have a par three and then um, six is a good par four, difficult par four. Seven's a tight par five. And so you're sort of weaving between these hardwoods on some demanding holes in the front. But then the backside opens up for you. For these guys, some of them drive it. It's a drive and a wedge, easy hole location today. Then there's a medium iron par three. And then 12, which is ordinarily difficult, for well, this crowd today, they're driving it so far down there. They've got nine irons and wedges in there, and then you can almost drive it close to 13. Then there's a reachable five, then there's a short three. So even 16, which I said was difficult, at least in my memory it was, 16 today I sat there with Stephen Cox, the rules official, for a little while, about 30 minutes right of the fairway. And guys were driving it past the bunkers there, which are like 310 over the top of them. So the course is playing so fast, I certainly think, that the only real challenge on the back nine is the 18th hole. The rest of them are right in front of you, and if you're playing well, you can get after it. Speaking of driving it uh, over those bunkers on 16, that's exactly what Taylor Pendrith just did. Now, I will note, as we speak, he is still out on the golf course. He needs to play 17. He needs to play 18. Mark, he was 100 yards in on 16, uh, left it short of the green, and ended up making bogey. That's the only bogey on his scorecard. He's still currently six under for the round. He's playing the par five right now, so there's a decent chance that Pentreth could be our second round leader. Um, he is shaping up to really put some pressure on the rest of this leaderboard this weekend. First off, kudos to you because if my – 51-year-old memory serves. You picked him as a best bet or something this week, didn't you? Yeah, I think I think he was my long shot. That's right. Uh, good call. Um, Thank you. Well, well, look, the one thing about Taylor is I watch him play. And as I'd said to you guys, when Derek Ingram said to me to watch out for him, I was like, cool, if Derek says so, it's legit. Um, and Pendrith, the way he swings at big wide arc, lots of down cock and stuff, big leg, leg drive. It's great for hitting the ball a long way and power off an ascending angle of attack. I'm going to go golf geek on you for just a minute here. Right? But then on wedges off bent grass fairways, you've got to isolate those movements and catch the ball, more ball and then ground and not dig too much, right? So it needs a little bit more stable in action. And he had some good wedges today, but every single one of them looked like to me his legs were out in front of the arm swing a little bit too much. And he almost saved contacts. I mean, it worked out, but then sort of caught up with him after just a perfect drive down there. You're thinking, let's try and sting one in there and make another three. He kind of got a little late with the delivery, caught the ball slightly heavy, and then from there was such a difficult up and in over that slope. It was always going to be 50-50. So, um, look, hitting the thing, he's got no problem. I, I, I'm keen to see how those sort of, not the full wedges, the touchy sort of stuff from like the 60 yard where it's it's not completely a full swing, but it's that 60 to about 110, 15 yard range for him where he's not just going with a flat out lob wedge or, or, or something like that. That stuff where he's long and soft and then he's got to match the stuff up. That is, you know, that's going to be a challenge and I'm keen to see how that uh, works under pressure on the weekend. 
He is currently sitting in the middle of the fairway on the par 5 17th, so we'll see how he wraps up this round. Another big hitter, Mark, went out and shot the round of the day this morning. That was Cameron Young, one of the pre-tournament favorites, blasted through Detroit Golf Club in a 9-under 63, highlighted by the eagle hole-out on number 13 from 135 yards. This is what everyone was expecting as he was one of the, you know, favorites and most popular options coming into the week okay <laughs> mere culpa um guy played beautifully at the open championship i rate cameron young highly now i'm doing a coach i was the guy i told you to look out for him after san diego this year right mm-hmm. and i just didn't see him playing that well here after a few weeks off uh, coming out trying to find his game a little bit and yeah in the first round he wasn't a hundred percent you could see him sort of figuring his way around But today it was just like he went bananas and he was right back in the saddle. But that just speaks to a guy when someone does that. It's a player that's operating on high confidence because, you know, when you have that sort of iffy round and a place that people are shooting low, if you're playing well, then you can not be too concerned after you're done with the round because you're like, I'll get this place. I've got lots of time. No need to get silly. And he came out and he hit a wedge close. I think it was made a birdie. Then you know, made the eagle or whatever. And next thing I turn around because I was flying in this morning and I switch on my phone after we land and he's like nine under through 15 or something silly. <laughs> and I was like, well, look, now now we know for sure that this guy's for real. And we know for sure that he is super confident right now because around like that, after a round that wasn't his sharp stuff, yeah. after a few weeks off, that speaks to confidence that's just off the charts. And and and. <laughs> I don't know if I have a sneaking suspicion, but I think this kind of thing is just going to just light his fire and he's going to get busy on the weekend. Yeah, only took him 18 holes to knock that rust off before going low on Friday. So as we stand right now, Tony Finau is in at 14 under par. Taylor Pendrith, a hole and a half to play, also 14 under par. Lee Hodges, three shots back. He's playing with Taylor Pendrith, so he's at 11 under. And then Cam Young already in the clubhouse along with Russell Henley and Stuart Sink at 10 under par. Mark, I want to look at the live odds with you here for a second and see if there is anything noteworthy. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. I do my best to live a healthy lifestyle. I try to get out there, work out, break a sweat when possible. I'm not necessarily a fitness or a, a wellness freak, but I'm just trying to be a little bit healthier every single day, which is where Sun Warrior comes into play for me. It is a plant-based, eco-friendly, performance-boosting, 
all things brand that I want to talk about. And it's their active nutrition line that is something that I've been messing around with over the course of the past couple of months. And it's really working out for me because with protein, creatine, pre-workout, and hydration, these products are designed to optimize your performance. And I'm always up for optimizing any aspect of my life, even boosting my own energy reserves or being more hydrated after a long day in the gym or on the golf course. It really does turbocharge my recovery. It's something that I really take seriously and it's real nutrition for real life. So go check out sunwarrior.com and use code first. And we're back. Our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, no surprise, have Tony Finau as the favorite. And if he does indeed win at plus 135, it'll be back-to-back wins for Tony Finau. Taylor Pendrith, plus 225, and everybody else in double digits. That Cam Young, who you have a sneaking suspicion about, Mark, 11-1. to 1. Patrick Cantlay at 14. And your neighbor down there, Russell Henley, 16-1. to 1. Well, you smart guys would have gotten Cameron Young for a lot better number uh, before the event began. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and and Cantley as well, who incidentally looked very very sharp um, this afternoon again, coming out after round one not being that that good. Um, but I just think Finau is the form right now. And you listen to his com- his comments afterwards. Remember, I said to you on the wrap up pod um, after three M. It's like. I can't tell you what it is, but it looks to me like Tony Finau has found his special source. Mm-hmm. He's found that something, and it was the families with him, and he looks like he's just comfortable with who he is, and he's like, I've got game enough. I don't need to prove myself. I'm just going to let it happen. Well, he's, he's in that peaceful place right now. And add to that the fact that he's making some putts, and he made some sneaky putts today. You know, that downhill fast stuff where – the stroke is about that long, and you've got to be very stable-handed, and the acceleration of the blade has to be very even. He hit one that dripped over the front doorstep where my brother Trevor actually thought it wasn't going in. And I was like, again, that just speaks to a guy that's in complete control. So I think, Tony, that's a silly number to bet on. Um, so I'd be looking down there, Cameron Young, and, and, and at least the more positive guys. But they, they're going to have to beat Fino. Yeah, Cameron Young, 11 to 1, as noted. Uh, Lee Hodges is, is in that group with Pendrith right now, 20 to 1. So we'll see how it shakes out. We'll be back after uh, rounds three and rounds four. Mark, you're on the call tomorrow, right? We can we can get some uh, get some Mark Immelman yes, vibes in sir. our room. Yeah, yes, sir. CBS 3 p.m. Uh, send me a word that I need to get into the broadcast. You can text me. I'll do my best to get it in there. You know, Ooh, okay, we might have to, might have to crowdsource um, that. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, nice. it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun show. Uh, you know, looking through the leaderboard, Daddy will have the final group. But it, it the, if it stays as it is, it shakes out that I've got Cameron Young. And last time I called him was at the PGA, and it was a lot of fun. And 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 apparently, I mean, he, he's exciting, but looks like he's found a little groove. So I'm keen to see what they do around this place. And then, of course, we've got the 15th hole that hole that hole in one par three where we've had one. That's Already, right. um, we're going to have Colt and Amanda on a set over there doing Colt and Amanda stuff. <laughs> Hopefully, we get another one like we did at uh, at Phoenix a few months ago. Uh, Rory Sabatini went out and made that ace uh, early this morning on 15. So he is now an eagle and a birdie away from also getting three hundred thirteen thousand dollars donated. Mark the three one three challenge. So, well, look, the, the five is reachable for basically everyone if you get it in the fairway. And that's just a point for the folks watching. It's dry here. And so the rough adjacent to the fairway is 
it's wispy. And you can get the odd flyer. We've seen that. But it's certainly not challenging. Now, around the greens, um, it's it's a little more lush because you can see how they've watered in this Donald Ross golf course. All the greens are perched up. It's old-style drainage, right? So all the water runs off it. So the, the rough around the greens is enough to catch your attention. But there's a very interesting mowing cut that my spotter Craig pointed out where they have the green surface and then the, the apron, right? Mm -hmm. Then they've got a very small, what I would call step cut, and then they have a first cut, pardon the pun, <laughs> and then they have the primary rough. So there's four cuts of grass just off the green, and each of them are only about a mower's width. And he said he's been on the course two days. He said he's seen a lot of balls roll up against the colors. Right. So you've got to be sharp around the greens and stuff. So that's something to look out for tomorrow afternoon. All right. We will certainly keep an eye on that for the weekend. But for now, Mark Immelman is available on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. You can find me at Rick Rungood. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.